Welcome to Built on Air, a podcast and video series about all things Airtable. Each episode, we will talk with someone active in the Airtable community to discuss their experiences and showcase an interesting way they've used Airtable in their work. We want to thank our sponsor, OpenSide. OpenSide's newest product, Onto Air Forms, is the Airtable form solution that you've been looking for. Visit OpenSide.com to see how you can take your Airtable workflow to the next level. For a limited time, get Onto Air Forms free when you purchase the Onto Air Action Savvier connector. Finally, visit BuiltOnAir.com to sign up for the Built On Air mailing list where you can get weekly updates on the new podcast episodes and other fun Airtable news. Hey, Anton, welcome to Built On Air. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Zoe. I'm really excited to chat today. I am too. And I guess let's let's kind of start um, with, of course, your demo today is going to be about all of the awesome Airtable systems that you've built for your nonprofit, Northwest Hospitality. But maybe back it up a little bit for us and kind of tell us how um, you know you kind of got on this this nonprofit path. Yeah, so that started uh, with some outreach projects I did when I was in college at the University of Washington uh, at the you know turn of the century. <laughs> and uh, from there, you know, I had some, I, I was, was passionate about that work and uh, kind of, I tried to reach out to some companies way back in the day to start something that I'm doing now as hospitality cards, but never got that off the ground, but it was always kind of in the back of my head. And uh, over the years, I kind of tried it a couple times, didn't work. And then um, around 2015, I, I tried to start that and I couple other programs with existing nonprofits kind of get under their umbrella and uh, it wasn't working quite the way I wanted to and uh, so I ultimately ended up starting my own nonprofit Northwest Hospitality in uh, end of 2016. Nice. Uh, so tell our listeners a little bit about what Northwest Hospitality's mission is and uh, what you guys do. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to cover naturally a lot of the programs we have as we walk through the base I'll be working showing you but uh, the the main mission is going to be or is uh, simple basic needs outreach and we're trying to keep our programs kind of decentralized trying to make it so that we don't need a warehouse uh, we don't need to bring people to us to give them the services that we're providing so for example um, one program I've been struggling to get off the ground is a haircut voucher program where I distribute vouchers with with um, verifiable pin codes and all that works within Airtable. Um, so the people can take this voucher to any barber in the state or anywhere really uh, say, hey, this place is going to pay for my service. And then the barber logs into the, Google, the Airtable form and types in the pin code to verify it's valid and redeem it. And then you know, we get a notification that somebody's redeemed it and we call them up and say, um, uh, here's, here's your payment. Uh, so that hasn't been really accepted yet. We don't have the funds to get a lot of those cards out there. So kind of slow going, but, um, that kind of idea with where the program is really easy for the people to do, take advantage of, um, on their time with dignity kind of, uh, without coming to us so right. that they can, do it on their own terms kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And I, I kind of like your approach to this, right? Where, you know, uh, 
your sort of substitute, right, for making the homeless come in and, you know, fill out a bunch of forms every time they want a haircut or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of figuring out creative ways to get, you know, really easy to use systems on board. So you and, and all of your, you know, partners and collaborators can kind of take care of that stuff, you know, remotely behind the scenes. Um, right. That's a really cool way to approach it. And, and especially too, because I, I think one of the, well, of course, you know, always the, the biggest challenge in the nonprofit world, right, tends to be getting funding, of course, but also a lot of it can be, you know, making sure you're keeping those accurate records, you know, so you can get grants and, you know, like do all of the, the paperwork, right, that's required for that nonprofit status. So um, you use Airtable heavily, but are you coupling that with any other sort of like um, systems or, you know, record keeping uh, type applications that you need for, you know, nonprofit homeless oriented, you know, record keeping specifically? Everything is completely contained in uh, the one, we have one main management database that has uh, a frightening number of tables and, <laughs> and all the information we need in there. Uh, there's a couple um, services that I've separated out into their own uh, bases for the nonprofit. Um, and those, uh, like we have, I'm building up a Washington State uh, resource database and that's separate from the contact management and program management because we print the locally curated resource lists out to include in hospitality kits we put together cool. so that if people are in a particular county and we know that hospitality kit is going to get distributed in that county then um, I build a resource list by county that gets printed out for that kit um, and since I was building the I have to build my own resource list. I can't use the ones uh, online already because I need to format and print for the for the printed versions. Right. So because I had to build the lit, my own database, I made it uh, public and available online as well. And uh, so that's its own base in Airtable. And then we have other bases for managing um, like citations for a you know a, a, we have a little credits form on our website that shows where we got all of our images, uh, any linked articles, you know, everything that we use in our blog or on Facebook is uh, credited on the website so that, you know, we can give people proper, proper thanks. Uh, and then, so we have a couple separate databases, but the management database, the one management database is pretty much all containing and uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, Really, it, it sounds like you kind of have this really um, unique thing to bring to the table for your nonprofit is that you're so systems oriented. And in my uh, experience in the nonprofit world, you know, it tends to be a lot of people who are really passionate or are very good at, you know, kind of going out and, and maybe executing something. But right. it's that systems back end that, you know, can be a mess and like pulling all that data from all these sources is it's like, yeah you know, a total nightmare. So it, it seems, you know, kind of your, uh, you know, intuition for systems, right, really kind of allows you to, to think first about where do I need this information to go, who needs to be able to see it, and then you can kind of work backwards from there. Um, mm -hmm. So that's a really good Yeah, and I might have been pushed into that a little bit with my, the birth of my boys, you know, I, I'm kind of trapped at home a lot. So as much as I want to get out and 
and uh you know not trapped i'm, I'm happy <laughs> watching the boys but <laughs> right. um i can't i can't get out and be uh you know as involved in the streets as i'd like to be at the moment so i'm i'm always i always have the opportunity to think about new ways to take advantage of the great technology we have available and and bend it to the to the will of the services we're trying to provide yeah one of the uh new programs the hospitality cards uh is uh we have been using subway cards and we put them out in the in into people's hands and then we can put more money on those every week so they can continue getting sandwiches i'm trying to shift that into a, a new program or a new card um, that a company offers for uh, parents and teenagers and so if i can uh, get this working then um, the people that we're helping can you know buy clothes and food but be restricted you know things they shouldn't be buying and right our donors can trust that our donors can trust about where they're money is going to be going. So right. yeah, using sure. the technology and, and taking advantage of that while I'm, while I'm here at home and not able to run the streets, helping people is, uh, is a good way to keep myself busy. <laughs> For sure. And you are kind of, um, a person who does wear a lot of hats, obviously Northwest hospitality, um, stay at home dad. Uh, and you're also a part-time EMT, right? Or you, you were, uh, up until recently. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still am part time, but working yeah in Bremerton, Washington, driving ambulance, private ambulance. So, uh, yeah, that's a good uh, good way to get out and meet people too, and and keep myself interacting with adults occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and not having to have the uh, you know six year old type conversations. <laughs> I get that for sure. Um, yeah, working, I work from home and normally it's just me, you know, talking to the the dog and the cat. So I understand. <laughs> um, and, and you also, um, you kind of have a bit of systems experience from some of your um, previous work as a lab tech, right? So tell us kind of a little bit about how, how those experiences kind of maybe helped, you know, shape and push your, your skills that you're using now? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's been a while, but uh, back in, uh, after graduating from the University of Washington with a biology degree, um, I started working with uh, rat models of diabetes. And then um, from there, I went into a histology lab and an immunology lab and uh, microbiology, kind of bouncing around keeping it, uh, keeping it fresh. Um, but the microbiology lab in particular used a, a LIMS standard database, uh, laboratory information management system that I got to, uh, at least be a, a small part of, uh, influencing the way it was built, uh, and how it was, um, used because I was at the bench, but I also had the interest in dealing with, uh, keeping track of all the data, being able to use reports and, and management from there on. Uh, so it's a really fun thing for me to be able to be a part of. And uh, it was a little too long ago for me to remember any any specifics, but um, you can't get into that, you know. Uh, I've always kind of been uh, a big spreadsheet guy before Airtable, you know. It's always something I would really, like, everybody would look at me sideways. <laughs> you know, playing with a spreadsheet like what's wrong with this guy because i'd get so excited when i could make it do what i wanted it to do you know right yeah I and made a i made a website or a, a spreadsheet for 
planning our wedding when we got married back in uh, 2007. Nice. And I still have, I still have people ask me for that, that spreadsheet template so that they can, and that's, you know, <laughs> over 10 years old now. So, um, but Airtable, man, if I had that back then, that would have been so much more fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know, right? But yeah, it really does sort of this this ability to kind of think about how things are organized, um, you know, at sort of a macro level, right? And then also be, you know, the lab tech, right? Who's going, who you you know in, in your workflow, how you're going to be using it every day on like a super micro level. That's kind of a great position to be in, right? Because you can you know, say, hey, it should be like this to get us the data, you know, kind of reporting mm-hmm. capabilities or whatever that we want. But also like if I'm using it every day, you want it to be easy to use. And a lot of times I think sometimes when when systems are built, there's sort of a disconnect, right, between the humans that are inputting the data every day and then whatever actually has to happen to that data. Um, so, yeah. And, and it is sort of a rare breed of human that can give insight into to both, right? Uh, what you want it to be on a day-to-day basis and then also kind of zoom out and, and see how everything should fit together. Um, so I'm curious, uh, obviously, you know, you have sort of this, you know, passion to help people as an EMT, um, you know, with your homeless initiatives with Northwest Hospitality. How did um, Northwest kind of, uh, you know, come to be this, this thing that you, you know, decided to start yourself. Like you mentioned that, you know, you were kind of looking for other nonprofit partners, but I'm just curious kind of where, um, I'm just curious, you know, what kind of brought you right to, to champion this cause? Like what personally kind of, uh, you know, passion do you have for it? Yeah. So it started out real simple. Uh, the, the, uh, organizations are a little more uh, broad and complicated now, um, but the first two programs I was trying to get started were hospitality kits, um, just little packages, and I didn't want to distribute them at uh, you know shelters and and other places where people were already getting services. I wanted to bring in the community and get them in the hands of the community members who could take them out into the you know corners of the neighborhoods and things and and get people who might not be getting served. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, build relationships and bring people in, make them feel welcome to come and and find those other services. And then the hospitality cards I was uh, explaining, the subway cards. Um, those were the two um, first programs that I was trying to get uh, other nonprofits to just kind of run with, and I would support those efforts and kind of be the lead for them. But uh, but the the way it was working, you know. Bigger nonprofits can be, it it can be hard to steer the boat a different direction or or add a different uh, focus under their umbrella. So it, it just was, you know, I, it was well received, but it wasn't um, happening fast enough or the way I, I was looking for. So um, finally, toward the end of 2016, I decided, well, I really don't want to have my own nonprofit because there's a whole bunch of new headaches in that, but there's not really any other way to do this. And I was doing the hospitality kits already and I just couldn't afford to keep doing it without some donor support. And I wanted to be able to give my donors uh, the benefits a nonprofit can provide. So, um, so I made it happen. And uh, now we have a board of directors and, and we're expanding into a a bunch of different programs that uh, kind of organically are, are developing as we are out with people and, 
You know, we have a environmental hospitality program now where we pick up trash around homeless encampments awesome. or anywhere, but not, uh, not exclusively around encampments, but that's kind of our focus. And then the other programs, the new hospitality card program and, um, yeah, we'll we'll go into that. We'll we won't be able to avoid it much when I'm going through the database, but <laughs> but yeah. So it it all started with those two programs, and really it was something I was already doing, and and I just needed I, I wanted to get more people involved, and and this was the best way to best way to do it. Yeah. Um. So I guess now is a great time since we've been kind of talking mm-hmm. about all of these things your Airtable base contains, uh, for you to share your screen and give us a awesome walkthrough. Okay. So here's our uh, main hospitality management database. Um, I've scrubbed it. All the uh, I left all the vendor information in there because I don't care if you see who kind of supports us. Um, but all of our uh, donors have been, you know, their names have been changed to, you know, Amazing Donor. And all of our volunteers have been changed to uh, Fantastic Volunteer. <laughs> nice. So all the uh, and all the addresses have been removed and everything. So, um, so this uh, uh, main contact management page. Um, actually, preparing to chat with you um, when I when I came into the Northwest Hospitality and started building the base, um, I had already been using it for per- personal reasons. Um, I, I found it just kind of you know because I was big into spreadsheets and enjoyed that. I, I just kind of stumbled across it a while ago. Actually, I think the first thing I made was a was an almanac. When we moved into this house, I wanted a personal almanac for our gardens because the the house has like really nice landscaping and all kinds of plants. So I built this base so that I could identify them and keep track of what things flowered and fruited and harvests and you know weather and all this stuff so yeah that's so funny so I, just, using uh, I just started we just moved to a place that has an actual backyard i was in an apartment before and i started an air table base this season for like our raised garden beds and stuff so i totally understand for it. How, yeah and it's so much fun and just like there's something really satisfying about quantifying garden stuff i don't know what it is um i guess i'm just a plant nerd but I totally and agree it, with you on that. And it's easier now that they've, you know, smoothed out the the at their app. Mm-hmm. When I when I was setting up ours, the app was a beta, <laughs> was in beta still. So I would I would have my phone with me, and I'd be trying to take pictures of plants, and uh, it would uh, quite often not work or take five minutes for the picture to link to the record. And so it's right. it's beautiful now. Go out and catalog the whole garden. For sure. But. Uh, but so I had already been using Airtable for a while when I went to set up this uh, management database, and I made a mistake setting this one up. Uh, I had uh, a donors tab, and then I had a different uh, contacts and vendors tab. I had separated my contact management into two different tables mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to keep my donors ready and I or separate, and I didn't really have a full understanding of the of the different views I could use and how I could split those off and, and do that. So actually, I had, I had just kind of lived with that mistake until about two weeks ago when I was about ready to getting ready to talk with you. And I was like, you know, this this just looks terrible. It's the wrong way to do it. So I forced myself to sit down and merge the two. 
so into the the one table now. So this one works with, um, and actually I can maybe I should start with the summary tab because that's where I met. Uh, that's how I met Dan. Um, I had I had most of this put together already, mm-hmm. and uh, I was having a problem with the summary tab because of the um, since this time Airtable has released up, upgrades that make this much nicer. Um, but back then I needed a different table for every year to summarize. And, um, I got on the Airtable forums and asked for help to see if anybody knew how I could do this differently or better. And Dan got in touch and, and I shared the base with him and we talked about it. And at that time there was no solution. So I, I continued and, um, eventually when they, they changed, uh, I don't even know what it was they changed, but at some point they made it possible to do it this way where I can just have uh, one record per year and then a cumulative record. So now every time I get a donation, it's as simple as, uh, you know, including um, both a, a link to the cumulative summary and to the year, everything summarizes uh, perfectly for me on the summary table. So that's how I met, that's how I met Dan was chatting about that uh, improvements for that feature nice. of this space. Um, and just um, to give our listeners context, Dan Fellers is the uh, founder of OpenSide. And um, OpenSide is the, I mean, you guys hear me say it in the intro every week. They're the sponsor of uh, this show and Built on Air. So yeah, Dan is a, an Airtable wizard for sure. Um, and kind of also to that point, I, I really do, I think about this all the time where like I'll build out a a base, you know, for myself or for a client. And then I always think if I were to do this again now, like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things like I wouldn't ever build a base the same way twice, you know? there's always like different things once you kind of get in and start using it, you're like, Oh wow. Well I could have done it, you know, this way instead, or like now that there's this new feature, you know, I can really like adjust this to work a little better. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of always evolving if, if you want it to be. Yeah. Any, any air table update is like a, its own Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, what can I do now? Um, so the, uh, that's the summary tab kind of, kind of brought me in with OpenSide. And then I, I emailed him a couple months ago and said, Hey, they fixed this. And I just wanted to give you a follow up that uh, I was able to figure this out. And he was like, Hey, you should uh, maybe talk to Zoe because this is <laughs> kind of a cool base. So and here we are. Um, so the donations expenses tables are pretty, uh, and the communications, those are pretty uh, self-explanatory. One of the cool things I was talking about earlier is the, uh, the hospitality cards and how we put uh, more money on uh, subway cards over the, you know, every week or as often as we have funds available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I log into the subway, you know, online, and these are the ac- the cards we have active um, in people's hands at the moment. These are actually these bottom two are actually the uh, the new uh, current style hospitality nice. cards. Uh, these three are subway cards, and I go, I can link i i have to subway gave us a six percent discount on all the cards we purchased uh so i i actually have to buy cards to transfer those funds over to the cards we have in the street so it's a little bit of a you know working within other systems in order to make it work right Um, but so on on this table um i link the the this ten dollar value i'll link to a card that's already active and uh, over time it 
so this card has had $236 transferred onto it over the past, you know, since it was distributed at the end of 2018 or in halfway through 2018. So it just keeps track of uh, where the money's going and the uh, meals get counted up here. So this one's provided about 30 meals. And so overall, all the hospitality cards we've had, if they, you know, if they haven't been used, I can see when they're used on the online thing. And if they haven't been on Subway's website, if they haven't been used for a few months, I retire them. And so that I can get new cards out that will be used. Um, And so it's about 314 meals we've done over the past couple of years. So not much, but with uh, $2,500, that's pretty decent. And people were able to get meals on on their terms uh kind of in a dignified way without you know hey we got to go to the soup kitchen at this time you know they can just go to a subway whenever they want right and now it's with, not uh, just like you get whatever we're serving today right. they can you know choose mm-hmm. their spicy italian or whatever yeah which i don't want to disparage at all of course that's a great service too but just trying to do things a little differently yeah uh, and then hopefully with these uh with these new cards with the new new company we're working with uh, they'll be able to get things other than sandwiches. You know, they'll be able to go get some teriyaki or get a pair of socks or, you know, even, you know, one thing that is very difficult for people living in the streets without income is, you know, getting their medications that they may need for yeah. any any number of reasons. So, um, but then uh, because it's set up for teens, they still won't be able to use it to get, you know, cigarettes or beer, stuff like that. It's like something like this, right, would work in conjunction with, you know, kind of all of the already existing, you know, programs that the city offers or other nonprofits offer. So it's cool. You're not just trying to do the provide, you know, more of the the same support that's, you know, kind of already available. You're, you know, thinking, well, what, you know, where can I go a little bit further Mm -hmm. to to fill the gaps? So the the other program I was mentioning, uh, the haircut vouchers that I still haven't quite gotten off the ground yet, but is just a, such a cool design and Airtable. The vouchers themselves are you know just two sided cards that I, I distribute, and as you can see, we've only had funds because whenever I distribute one, I have to um, kind of plan to pay that money, so I can't. I need to keep a budget available for that, and we have a small budget, so. As you can see, we've only been able to get 10 cards out and mm-hmm. um, eight of which are still in circulation and a, a few have expired um, because they weren't used uh, after a certain amount of time. But on our website, I have a kind of a haircuts partner page that shows the cards that get distributed. So this is what they see when when people, this is what we hand out and um, the barber. So there's one extra step for the barber, which I think is kind of, preventing it from being used a little bit. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the, either this website or use this QR code, and then they select the correct voucher and enter the PIN code um, from this form. So they come in and, and they can redeem any of the vouchers that are, um, oh, that's re- redeemed by. They can redeem any of the vouchers that are out, and then they submit it, and it'll tell them based on what is put in if the pin code has already been used or if it's the wrong pin code it'll tell them not valid and if the pin code is the correct pin code um, on the website it it tells them directly that it's been redeemed if they choose to redeem it cool and then we and then we get a a notification um, 
thanks to the integration with Zapier that tells us, hey, these people used this um, form, they redeemed this card, call them here, and we can call them right up and and uh, and pay for that service. Um, so nice. this interaction between these two tables, the the way it um, it all ties together, the people redeeming the vouchers come in and they see a view like this, and then they click on one of the they click on the URL to go to that form and redeem it, and then they see in the status bar it updates automatically based on their entries and says either um, either valid because they can choose whether or not to redeem it. They can just check the validation. It'll say valid or it'll say redeemed. And the, the, the way these tables work together, you know, it took me like eight hours of like messing around with it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing when I got started. And by the end, I just couldn't believe that, that all the, the back and forth um, works as well as it does. And so I'm really, really excited for somebody to actually use it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now that you and I'm just waiting foundation. Yeah. Just waiting for that day when I get that email or the phone call, cause they can call us too, um, to get that to, uh, so that we can start paying for these services, but awesome as yet, no luck. Um, <laughs> so I have, uh, recently started, uh, working with people, um, doing the hospitality cards and the environmental hospitality in particular, where we pick up trash around homeless encampments, you know, we meet a lot of people and, and there's just so many specific needs that come up. So we branched out and started a special projects program. And this manages all those, uh, these two tables here. Um, uh, so for things that will have vouchers, there's a, um, dental off dentistry office in Port Orchard who had Groupons. Uh, and so we went and bought the Groupons and um, left the vouchers there for, you know, a free dental health checkup with an x-ray and exam and a cleaning. And uh, so we left those vouchers with them and they're in here. So people can come in and see, okay, they have three vouchers available. Uh, and then when we get a call from the, or actually I guess Groupon would notify us, but the, office can call us and say, Hey, somebody used this voucher. And, uh, so we'll, we'll check that off. We'll say it's been used and, uh, and then there will only be two. And, uh, when we were cleaning up one of our areas, um, you know, they needed some supplies just to be more comfortable, blankets, rubber boots, um, socks, you know, things like that. so we did a special, um, on the website, I made a special fundraising page just for that, uh, event we raised some money um and then we um bought these items and all this is publicly visible on our website that's one of the things Airtable is uh, made really easy is sharing and, and being completely transparent with um all this um so everybody can see okay we spent 285 dollars of the 348 dollars we raised uh the project has a balance of zero dollars though but those funds were um, transferred into the general. So next time we come up with a special need for somebody we're serving, we don't need to necessarily go have a big fundraiser for it. We have a little bit of a budget to go, you know, get them a pair of socks right away without all the hassle of fundraising and, and all that stuff. So, right. And then, uh, and that's, that's another thing, uh, sharing online, um, with my donors, is something that I'm really 
excited about. Everybody, Airtable has allowed us to share this information without making people have logins and passwords and, and all that stuff. They can pretty much, with the information that Airtable lets me share um, while respecting people's privacy online, we could be, you know, you could sit down and audit Northwest Hospitality if you really were <laughs> gung-ho to do so. Uh, it's all on the website um, through, because all of our donors have donor IDs. So I don't share our, their, their name on the website, but you can see all the donations that have come in. You can see all the ex- expenses that have gone out and what they're for and how, how it all ties together. Sometimes donations and expenses are linked together. If, if it's a purchase of a particular item, right. uh, we can link those um, so that you have that relationship. So having, having that ability to share that information with, with the donors and, and I, I think really helps you know, them trust us and see what we're doing and, and opens the door for, for better uh, relationships with our donors. Um, some of right. the uh, yeah, you can kind of see exactly where your dollars are going, and you know that is really sort of you know invigorating, right? Um, and yeah, it does kind of establish that relationship of of trust, especially since you always like hear in the news about nonprofits who like you know yeah. only ten percent of the funds raised actually go to helping their cause. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah, kind of establishing that trust just through transparency of data is so helpful. Yeah, and that those numbers are right on our summary page. Uh, I think we're at thirty-eight percent of our funds go to uh, operations mm-hmm. right now, uh, but that's just because we're so small, right? Uh, and I mean that's kind of standard too. There, for, that's, that's, that's standard that's, for I think. Yeah, you need you need some money, right, to just be able to to do the thing, like you know, keep things going, right? Keep the lights on, right? But this is all shared on the website as well, so people can come in and, like you say. If they have a question, then it's right there. They they check it out, and there, there it is. Um, so the special projects is just a really flexible way for us to do whatever we need to, and hopefully, once we get more funds in there, just do it, you know, immediately and really quick and easy. Um, the uh, we have a really robust uh, inventory for all the supplies that we have. Uh, so the um, we have different kinds of supplies, of course. Um, we have hospitality kit supplies, and then we have non-kit supplies that are good for um, good good to hand out, but they don't fit in the hospitality kits. And we have marketing supplies, and then the the, hosp- the environmental cleanup supplies. Um, and all this tells you where it's at and how much of whatever we have. So we have 222 gallon zipper bags on hand, but we don't have any hand wipes. And so in the in this helps us create a sh- kit shopping list view. So I know that if I want to, if I want to make 25 kits, um, the first thing I'm going to need to buy is, you know, hand wipes uh, and granola bars, and then I'll need a few more toothbrushes. And then after that, I will have enough supplies on hand to make those 25 kits easily. And then I have some, some supplies down here that aren't essential for the kits. Mm-hmm. So if I can get some socks and hand warmers, or they're either not essential or they're seasonal. Like hand warmers right. we won't need in the spring, and, and, and batteries we don't always include because they can be expensive. So, for sure. so this helps us uh, really quickly and easily if we have a, a community group. So if we have a, a group that comes in and says, hey, we want to put together 30 kits, you know, okay, I have this many supplies on hand. 
raise this much money and we'll buy the rest for you and, and get all the kits to you with instructions on how to assemble and then you can distribute them. So awesome. that's kind of how we work there. And this makes it really easy to see what we need and, uh, and get them, get them ordered quick and efficiently. Cause I think uh, another kind of part, uh, like thing that nonprofits struggle with sometimes is you do have people who want to help, right. But it's like just organizing that information to be able to figure out what you need to tell those people who want to help what to do next, right. you know, like figuring out like, Oh, we need to count everything to see what, what we need to buy. Right. You've kind of mm-hmm. already eliminated that step just by, you know, creating this, this nice record system. Yeah. And the, and the way it works uh, with our, you know, ordering in here in the database is, uh, is so smooth. You know, I don't have to enter all these numbers. It's just linked to, you know, the orders I put in, I have to put in, you know, how many combs I get into the order so that I know that I get what I ordered. So it's all, it's all tied together so well that I don't even have to do anything. It's just all, it's all there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You only do it once and then it goes everywhere else that you need to go. Yeah. Then of course we have a a table for tracking volunteer hours. That's pretty straightforward. Um, But it's important for, you know, we, we provide our volunteers, uh, you know, medical coverage if they're working with us. So if they get injured, we'll, we'll provide what we can. And then um, I'm still working on the budget calculation. I'd like the, the one thing this base doesn't do very well yet is kind of uh, predict what we're going to have available for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard because we, we don't know exactly what donations we're going to be bringing in and we spend them as soon as we get them. So we don't usually carry balance really but right. we do have some bigger uh, expenses like uh, you know like the insurance and like the website hosting um, that we have to plan for and the database right now the way it's set up doesn't really help me um, plan for those future expenses very well um, but that's what this budget calculation um, which is uh, taking in um, linked records from the donations and expenses table um, based on whether the donation or expense is annual or monthly. Um, and that eventually that'll, that'll help me calculate, you know, what's coming up the next month and what's coming up, uh, annually, what to expect. Um, so cool. Uh, yeah. Other, getting that forward thinking portion, um, on top of, since you're so good right now, I think of like tracking what is currently going on. That's right. the, the natural next step to yeah. add to this base. Yeah. So the other really cool, uh, you know, all the blocks that Airtable has added uh, have really opened up a lot of great tools for us um, in order to let people lead groups of volunteers out in the out in the field picking up trash. Uh, I've kind of created a training program, and right now I'm the only volunteer lead um, for the nonprofit, but I can't be everywhere at once. So I'm hoping to get some of our board trained, and then some other uh, community members trained, and then. Um, this, um, you know, page designer just generates, uh, uh, certificate that I can give them afterwards and say, here, thanks for doing the training. You have this, and this links into, um, the event submissions table. So if, if, uh, if people have it, you can see I've, I've changed even my name here, but you can see, um, because this volunteer has one of these, then they're labeled on a roster as a, as a volunteer lead. Nice. And they, they'll have their phone number there. And that ties together with the uh, the volunteer roster forms that um, 
the base generates for us. So as we, um, I don't have anybody registered for that one yet, but oh, these are the past ones. Um, so as we add volunteers to uh, events that we create um, for cleaning up these rosters. Uh, so on April 13th, we cleaned up uh, along a street called Aurora in Seattle. And uh, I had three volunteers, uh, myself and two others. And this prints out, I bring a, a blank, you know, it doesn't have times in it then, but they put their times in. Ooh, would you expand have, that block a little bit for us? So okay, we can yeah. look a little yeah, closer. Sorry about that. No worries. I, I just print this out. This generates, and then I have a little spiel. I can read everybody beforehand uh, about safety and, and how to do different things. And then if people selected in their registration form that they you know want to be left out of pictures, for example, their name here will be marked with an asterisk. So I can tell the other volunteers, hey, this person, you know, they don't want their picture shared on social media or whatever. So try to try to leave them out of pictures. Or if you do take a picture, don't share it. Um, and so all that's built in here. So the, the roster I'll show up to the event with will have everybody's name. It'll have my, you know, phone number or the volunteer lead phone number so that everybody can reach me. And then everybody will be able to sign in and out. Um, so I'll be able to enter volunteer times later. Awesome. Um, so it, super easy and useful um and these are all the these are all the past rosters and any upcoming events is separated into its own that way i don't have to thumb through a million different uh right yeah of course if i, if I have it selected properly upcoming <laughs> events this uh just shows me the upcoming one so i don't have to thumb through all the past rosters nice. um and then uh i've been working on uh we have a, a monthly newsletter that we send out. And so I've been working on a graphic to kind of summarize all the impact for the, for the year or for the month. And that's kind of the design here. So every time I go in to enter these information, this information, um, I don't have to go bouncing all over the database to find it all um, because Airtable's um, block just summarizes it here for me. And I can just go down and read. Um, once, once they finally move this into the next stage and let us share it without sharing the whole database, right? <laughs> it'll make it'll open up so many doors of you know I'll be able to hopefully um, format this in a way that looks you know nice, and then I'll be able to embed it directly onto our website so that it just updates automatically. That's kind of what I'm hoping will these will turn into eventually right um, because i have i i have those um numbers shared on the base but i have to go in and manually update them every every so often so they get out of date and they and it's kind of a, a pain to update them so if i mean these are perfectly designed for for just plugging into the base or plugging into the website and and letting it uh just report those numbers for me without people digging through a, a database to find them because they're all available if people want to find them in the database too but um you know most people don't want to do that search right another thing i, I another thing I'd, yeah i'd like to share with people is the uh is the committee structure but again i can't share this really cool block with people um because uh <laughs> i'd have to share the whole right whole database mm -hmm. um but this this is the the kind of it took me a while to get a, a board of directors together and started because I was just kind of flying solo. Um, but now that I have a board together, uh, we've been putting together 
you know, planning committees. And so this is a great way to visualize, you know, we have a marketing committee. It, it'll probably have one member here, but then, you know, it'll have subcommittees uh, each with, oops, each with their own members and it'll have contact information built in here. So cool. this will be a great thing for me to incorporate into the website when I can share it uh, without including the whole, all the data behind it. Absolutely. That I, that I need to keep private. Um, budgets one is kind of an older one that I, I don't really use a whole lot. That was like the first one I did. It's helpful, but it's mostly just duplication of the, of the summaries tab. So yeah, but it is nice now that they added those separate dashboards for blocks. Too. Yes. So you don't oh, have, yeah. have like 50 blocks, right? And <laughs> yeah. Scrolling. Very cool. Um, yeah, I love kind of what you've put together here. And it's just so elegantly and thoughtfully combined into, you know, one spot where it's really easy for you to input data, see what's going on, and then also share it with others too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there's... The summary tab brings together the entire entire database uh, into into one one spot with uh, you know all the subway card reloads, how many active we have, how many meals uh, have been provided, how many volunteer hours we've done. Uh, it counts up the the unique volunteers I've had. Um, so per well, right now it says one because everybody's right, a fantastic volunteer, fantastic. but. <laughs> But it, it tells me, you know, okay, some people are going to volunteer more than once, but I want to know how many unique volunteers have come in and, and volunteered. And so it gives me that number. Uh, and then it, you know, every, all the pounds of trash that have been cleaned up, how many miles of roadway, uh, it just pulls the whole database in for everything and uh, really helps. Uh, this helps me visualize. This is where most of that, uh, um, most of this information comes from, but. Yeah, this is so cool. Um, and just really, you know, since so much I think of a nonprofit, right, is getting that data to kind of measure your impact. Mm -hmm. You just have it here so, so neatly. Um, I know uh, from previous nonprofit experience, right, just like pulling together all that data sometimes can take hours, right, when you need to, yeah. you know, create a little summary graphic or like a cool sponsorship guide or something, you know, so just right. having everything so thoughtfully in one place is just, huge. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for kind of just opening up your, um, operating base for us mm -hmm. and letting us peek under the hood. It was my pleasure. I, I never get to chat with people about all this stuff. I always get the, the rolled eyes and the, Oh, again. <laughs> right. Yeah. You need, you need a chance to nerd out a little bit um, yeah, totally. with, with people who enjoy it. So, yeah. um, tell our listeners, um, Oh, is there anything else you want to share in terms of Airtable before we kind of wrap things up or, uh, well, I've shared a few things on the universe. Uh, again, I didn't start doing that until you, you contacted me for this, but I do have, uh, the other main database we have is the homeless resource database for Washington state that, we use to print out our um, resource lists for the hospitality kits. And uh, so this one is shared on the website, but uh, I've been actually taking uh, or trying in my spare time <laughs> to take uh, HTML and, and CSS classes to figure out how to build a front end for this so that people can interact with, you know, when they, when they select you know, their county and then they select just uh, the resources they're looking for. 
uh, instead of interacting with the you know the search forms I've created on the website. Uh, this is kind of what they see, and then they can you know find okay, well I need I need a resource in Kitsap County. Uh, I need a, a job in Kitsap County, you know, and then they they see all the resources. So I need to build a front end for this that will um, that people can interact with better. Uh, so that's kind of on the on the docket. And I think uh, the Dan put me in touch with the table to site people yeah. um, to look at that. And I think th- that service is really cool. Uh, it's not quite going to work out just yet for what we're trying to do with this one. Uh, they don't have quite the features to to split the the drop down lists in the way that we need for this, but mm-hmm. very soon I think they'll be able to to help with that. Right. And yeah, then, and it's yeah. a it's cool to see kind of all of those new tools, right, that people are creating to kind of help you, you know, do connect your Airtable to other things, show the data in a different way, um, and you know, kind of just expand on all of the capabilities that Airtable already has. Right. So we'll definitely include um, a link in the show notes to your Airtable universe profile so people can check out everything you have on there. Um, And then tell our listeners uh, where they can go to learn more about Northwest Hospitality or, um, you know, become a donor or a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, The website is nwhospitality.org. And then the uh, you can get involved right here. You can either contribute or volunteer. Uh, we have, um, we do occasional events. I'm trying to get uh, more of those environmental hospitality litter cleanup events because it's really easy to get it, get some people together and go pick up trash and it doesn't cost us anything. And it's a good way to give back to the community. And when we do it with the cooperation of homeless encampments, then we you know improve the relationship between the community and the encampment and the people living there. So it kind of, it's just a win all around. Um, So you can, you can volunteer for events or you can uh, sign up as a join our volunteer uh, network. Um, And that's another Airtable form that will let you put in your county. And unfortunately, this is all just in Washington state, Um, but you'll put in your county and then you'll put in your uh, skill interests and in ways that you want to uh, give back to the community and, if we have opportunities that match those, we'll contact you uh, and let you know about them so that you can help out in ways that you can and are interested in. Uh, yeah, that's nwhospitality.org. And uh, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, we have a contact uh, form on here or, you know, I'm at Anton at nwhospitality.org for private stuff. I'll just... Uh, give you my private email after you mail me that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anton, for, uh, you know, chatting with us about uh, Northwest Hospitality and all of the other hats that you're wearing um, and showing us your management base. It was a pleasure. It's been very fun. Thank you very much. 